Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home services marketplace, and they're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie's helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled professionals to get the job done well. My latest project, tree trimming for our phone lines into the radio show. I mean, any home improvement you need, Angie can help you find the best price for your project. Angie lets you request and compare quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. Angie has cost guides that tell you what others have paid for similar projects, both nationally and in your area. Get started at Angie.com, that's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. The app and the website is free to use. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Hi, Carl. How are you? Good morning. Thanks for choosing Center Square. <laughs> oh, Sammy. <laughs> okay. Hiya. Hey, listen, um, you know, I I would want to know, first of all, your take on Twitter. Deborah Messing said the same thing. She said, my appeal to Democrats on this platform, please don't leave Twitter until after the midterms. I mean, I again, I don't, with just with how much uh, Tesla stock lost yesterday, I mean, I think some experts are saying there is a chance this might not even go through. I, I don't know the business ins I mean, and outs. I who but, knows? Yeah. But I will say that, you know, um, it's hard to run an internet company when your eyes are only on the United States. Right. And Twitter is a multinational corporation with access all over the world. Yeah. And there are various regulations in other countries that require some modicum of moderation. Yeah. Um, so whatever Elon Musk might have in mind, he may find it's far more difficult to put into place. Yeah. They, I mean, the right wing clearly, they just want to lie without consequence. <laughs> Like they can on mm-hmm. their right wing platforms like Fox News. They can lie about the election. They can lie about, you know, COVID or vaccines or uh, uh, the insurrection. I mean, they just want to be able to lie. That is it, isn't it? In a nutshell. Right. The biggest threat to social media today is organic, misleading content. Right. Um, it drives traffic on social media and it drives uh, misperceptions about public policy on a host of issues. Um, and, you know, I've been on Twitter since the second week it existed back in 2006. Yeah. My user number was 3365. Hmm. So I've been on this platform for a very, very long time. Um, and I've seen all of its you know, changes over the years. We'll see what Musk ends up doing with it. Um, you know, uh, We'll see if it becomes a vanity project or a business that he wants to make better. He can make it better by allowing uh, really robust moderation. Twitter is not great at that, but they're the best out there as far as I can tell. They're far better than Facebook. Right. Well, here's the thing. We get to fight with the truth. Uh, Democrats tweeted, reminder, Greg Abbott's border stunt raised costs nationwide and lost the U.S. an estimated $9 billion. I mean, you know, there's sort of cold, hard facts on our side that this little What's $9 stunt... billion dollars among fiends? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, I, okay. Sometimes Louise and I just crave a restaurant quality dinner at home without doing all the work or driving. Well, Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it appears to be less expensive than other delivery options. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman with two N's before checking out for 50% off your first week. We just received our first meals from Cook Unity and what a huge difference it is to get the best chefs in the country to bring creative, delicious meals to us and you every week. Every meal is handcrafted by chefs and made in local micro kitchens, not large production facilities. We just had the chipotle maple glazed salmon with green beans and mango pico de gallo. It had everything we love in a meal. They have all sorts of options like vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, and more. Menus are posted two weeks in advance so you have plenty of time to choose. Experience chef quality meals every week delivered right to your door. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman with two N's before checking out for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code Hartman or going to cookunity.com slash Hartman. OMG, I am so excited about our new sponsor, Cook Unity. These are ready-cooked meals. You want to know my first six? Grilled mahi-mahi with oyster mushrooms and steamed rice. <gasps> Vegan rigatoni pesto. Four-cheese ravioli with cherry tomatoes and spinach. Hang on. Climate-friendly chickpea and quinoa bowl. Classic salad nichois. Lemon-baked tilapia. I don't have time to cook. These, you just pop them in the microwave. Bam, you're done. Go to cookunity.com liberal. You will not believe the quality and the, the, the quantity of different of choices that you have. Whatever you need. Vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free. Free, whatever you love, they have a delicious dish. Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it's cheaper than other delivery options. So delicious and no cooking required. I love that on work nights for me. Go to cookunity.com liberal or enter the code liberal before checkout for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code liberal or going to cookunity.com liberal. One more tweet. This is what I love. Uh, B. Jonesy tweeted, let's stop talking about a Republican takeover in the midterms. France taught us that could switch. Let's start talking about the blue wave. I mean, isn't that one of the things you fought as a political strategist is people's perception and listening to the polls and the pundits yeah. and, oh, it's already lost. And historically, we've already lost. So it's, uh, you know, I, I think that's part of it that, that is designed to suppress the vote. There is no resting on your laurels, right, when your democracy is at stake. So, you know, as I said before the 2020 election and before the 2018 election and the 2021 election, yeah. <laughs> you know, you don't want to wake up the day after the election having left anything on the table, right? Could you have knocked more doors? Could you have made more phone calls? Could you yeah. have donated another $25 to the right candidates? Well, um, these are the questions everybody has to ask themselves as they engage. And as you being on the school board now, I mean, are a perfect person to talk about this canceling student debt, which looks like, you know, Biden is poised to do in a pretty significant way. And yeah. I, I mean, I am all for that. I don't understand being a bag of D's to people. You know what I mean? Like, even if you just finish paying off yours, like rooting against other people, getting any help. Like, I just don't I don't get that. I personally I look at my I, w I always say I was lucky. My dad's father was a janitor. 
Like he always said, right. like he didn't con- he was didn't wasn't a Rockefeller. He you know worked hard. I remember how stressed out he was about having enough money to put me through college, but he did. And I'm like very lucky in that I didn't have any student debt because I was lucky enough to have a, a family that could pay for it. But like I don't begrudge people that I, I don't get it. Do you? As a political no. issue, people fact, going, you know, people, I'm going to be a bag of D's about anybody else getting any help. It's going to help our economy hugely, right? Yeah. Most people do not hold taking student loans against the people who take student loans. In fact, of all the consumer products, consumer financial products out there, and this is something I know quite a bit about, um, student loans are the one that are that is seen as a... Uh, an attempt to better one's life. And that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And many people who take out massive student loans have been duped by for-profit colleges who see it as a pipeline for lining their pockets. So, you know, we do need to help people. It, it would be the biggest middle-class tax cut, yeah. essentially, um, that's ever been been passed before. Yeah. It would immediately, you know, free up people's income to go towards other things. Young people today who take out Fifty, sixty, seventy-five thousand, one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in student loans just to get the degree that we tell them they need to be successful. Yeah, have no idea or hope that they will ever be able to afford a home or the or the quality of life that their parents provided for them or that their grandparents even had. Well, and that's because they're saddled with more yes. debt than they can even comprehend before they even know how to pay it off. Yeah, I mean, I, I know people that age and it's just between that and the cost of housing, let's just say in LA, yeah. I mean, it really, and almost about 40 million Americans hold a total of 1.7 trillion in student loan debt. How is this not a huge boost for our economy? Right. They owe that to the government, to our government, by the way. Right. It's not like some private company would be, you know, put in jeopardy over this, yeah. um, you know, and we owe it to people. Um, yeah. You know, if you want to put in some mechanisms where you have to, you know, make payments for two years or if you've made payments for two years or whatever, fine. Right. But get it done because people are counting on it. And I will tell you that young people will feel immediate relief and they will turn out in droves. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform, one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform slashing manual tasks and errors over 37,000 companies have already made the move so do the math see how you'll profit with NetSuite by popular demand NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks NetSuite.com slash Miller NetSuite.com slash Miller one more time, netsuite.com slash Miller. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Well, I just was going to say, Carl, it seems like they only do things be- for political reasons. We do things because it's the right thing to do 
And it might help politically. I mean, I was just going to ask you about that. Liz uh, tweeted, I hope, uh, she said, uh, seems like a revival period for youthful activism and participation. Last time I felt this vibe was as a kid in the 60s. Between climate change and looming fascism, this generation can't afford to sit it out. And I think it's our Sue in Rockville said, while younger voters have failed to take current events seriously in the past, with a grandson who's finishing his first year of college and actively engaged in politics, I'm more hopeful than ever that those four million new voters will turn out. Um, I mean, that, you know, I have to say, they've already written the midterms, haven't they? But between Roe v. Wade likely being overturned and this student law, I mean, you don't know. There could be a blue tsunami like we've never seen before, right? Right. Well, and we could certainly hold on to the Senate, too, or even grow a majority there. Right. Um, But again, this comes down to um, what's right for the American people. You know, I, I think you do anything you can to preserve and protect this democracy. Um, And I think that's in serious jeopardy if Republicans, the current crop of Republicans, take control of the House or Senate um, and hold that majority through the 2024 elections. Yeah, Uh, I think young people know that. But you've got to give young people a reason to turn out and vote. Just like, you know, our government is so geared towards, you know, middle aged and older Americans. The young people often feel like it's not even looking out for them. Give them something to turn out for and they will turn out. Right. So, and what about the whole, we talked about this many times before, because they're saying, oh, this is how Youngkin won, and oh, we're the party of parents now. And I, I, this, these, it's not a culture war issues, are they? I mean, it's like them trying to force white Christian nationalism on everybody. It it just seems like, I, I, well, and also it's not a a question of parents' involvement. Are the the majority, are the majority of parents against saying racism is bad and gay people exist? No. Do you think? Okay. No, not even close. Um, what it's about is a base turnout mechanism for Republicans. Um, they think that that's what they need to turn out their their older voters. Um, you know, look at Northern Virginia. Sixty five percent voted against Glenn Youngkin. Some places it was even higher. Yeah. Um, you know, I think it was Rachel last night pinpointed a, it was a conservative scholar that just wrote a piece about. This is their template for 2024. What almost happened in 2020 and how really kind of terrifying that is that you know i mean i know there this is the washington post headline talk of martial law insurrection act draws the notice of january 6th i mean just stuff we never thought we'd have to think about about how you insurrection proof the united states right or the presidency so that he i mean yeah because because that's the 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 the, what's the word i mean i guess the thing to be more terrified of is this is was a dry run for 2024 Right. Well, and we've seen all of the different places where we have checks and balances to protect our democracy and the efforts to undermine those things, whether it's taking back the House and the Senate so that they can not certify the election, whether it's in the states with secretaries of state or elections boards and weakening those checks and balances, whether it's the state legislatures changing the rules on voting and how votes are counted and certified all over the country. This is happening. Because these are the obstacles that kept Donald Trump from stealing the election in 2020. Yeah, well, I mean, that's why. And I don't know what role do you think politically these hearings are going to play? Because I just I don't know whether it's just our American attention span. We're like, oh, yeah, well, that thing was a long time ago. I mean, that thing was the near overthrow of the United States. Right. Well, I think there is an issue with American attention spans, but... Um, we have yet to see the final result of, of this committee, and I'm confident we will get it before the next election. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, me too. I'm forever. I'm forever hopeful. Mm-hmm. I'm a. I'm a, a, a hope monger. Back from the Obama days. Yes. <laughs>
All right. Love you, Carl Frisch. Thank you. Love you, too. Sammy. Okay.